0: This is Daily Hebrew Declarations with Daniel Jedediah Cook, and I'm reading the declaration for today, May the 20th, 2020. The three Hebrew letters we're honoring today are hey, Resh, and Resh. Now, I absolutely love it, when we've got a double letter like this today. Along with the uh, three living letters, we're also honoring the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of counsel, and we also wanna honor the pastors and oracles at the Gates of Zion Church, our local church that we go to here. The declaration today reads this, It's desire to breathe in everything Yahweh has for us while breathing out His words to those in need. A renewed, humbled mind united with Holy Ghost, accessing divine secrets and mysteries, where we are the catalyst to create the future, dancing through limitless possibilities, and creating with desire. Now, again, like I said just a moment ago, I love it when we have two letters like that that we're honoring at the same time. For those of you that are new, the way that Michelle writes these declarations are based on the date. Today being May the 20th, 2020. The fifth Hebrew letter is Hey. The 20th Hebrew letter is Resh. And hence the reason why we're honoring Resh twice today in this sense. But to me, this always reminds me of the place of double portion. Especially when you're talking about the living letter Resh because of the depth that Resh has in it. And to me, that is significant for the things that we have going on—not only for today, but every day. Again, we're we're honoring these letters every single day as a way of of saying, Yahweh, we want to recognize them in every area, every aspect of our life. And this just adds to that depth of of that. I'm reminded of the story of Elisha and Elijah, and the double portion anointing, and and so on. So. There's, there's depth when it comes to talking about the same letter twice in a particular day. But there's one part of this declaration today that I want to kind of dig into a little bit. And that's the word desire. Because Michelle's mentioned desire twice in here. The first part, the desire to breathe in everything Yahweh has for us while breathing out His words to those in need. Now we've talked about that from the perspective of us, which is the first place we need to see. You know, the taking care of, of, of Jerusalem first, if you will, and taking care of us. You see, there's a Hebrew concept called tikkun olam. And tikkun olam talks about the repair of the world. But the way that the process of repairing the world happens, it always starts with me first. And Yahweh went a little bit deeper into that. And he said this to me. He said, truth is, Daniel... If you have changed yourself, if you have changed your perspective, if you've changed the way that you're looking at things to see through my eyes, you have already changed the world because you changed you first. And so that's kind of what this is going on here. But in this case, we're looking at from the aspect of others needing to hear the word of Yahweh. Yes, it starts with us first, but Yahweh's word goes forth into all the earth. And it will not return back to him void. And you see, <clears throat> there's a place of us of, of us speaking Yahweh's words, sometimes just by being ourselves and being who we are in him and standing up in a place where we are showing the, 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 really the light of Almighty Yahweh in everything that we do. Others are able to see this and our responses to situations are things that they hear. And so many times we're giving them things that they need And we don't even really know it. We're just operating in this place of where we know we are connected in with Yahweh. Because we have that humbled and renewed mind united with Holy Ghost. And when we have accessed those divine secrets and mysteries. And we've begun to understand that our words are the catalyst that creates the future. Dancing through those limitless possibilities and creating with desire. There's the second time she's mentioned desire in this particular uh, declaration today. Now, the Hebrew word for desire is the Hebrew word Teshuka. and it's actually found the first time it's actually found is in Genesis, and it's right after the incident at the uh, at the tree, and uh, Yeshua, excuse me, Yahweh goes on to tell Eve that the desire, her desire, will be for her husband, and and then it goes on to talk about the the process. So that's the first time that word desire is used. And it's used, uh, like I said, the Hebrew word teshuka in the midst of this. But if you break it down by the living letters, it's a tav, chin, vav, kuf, and hey. And the reason why I wanted to dig into that a little bit has to do with really that place of what desire really is. You know, to me, there are two different, there are two different aspects of, of this word. There's desire and there's intent. Desire is the beginning part of that. Intent is the process of carrying that desire out. So when we look at desire and we look at it from the living letter perspective, desire begins with the living letter tav. So tav talks about the finishing or the completion. And usually, any time that a desire comes up in our heart and in our mind, you guys know what I'm talking about. Instantly, we come to a place where we see the culmination of that desire. We see the fulfillment of that desire. The moment that desire rises up, we process that through and we see and we walk through the process of walking it out to completion. So even the, the, the Hebrew word for desire begins with the fact of recognizing that we will walk through to see that thing, even if it's not fully manifest. In our minds, we are taking that to a completion and seeing how it will work and the process that it will work out. You see, Shin, which is the next living letter in Teshuka, talks about the place of action. So even in the word desire, it actually begins to speak about intent. Now, Shin means fire. Shin also means tooth. All right. And so both of those are both uh, talking about consuming. I know when Yahweh first revealed these the living letters to me, I questioned why tooth and fire. They seem so opposite and then I realized both consume. Both complete an action. The teeth will consume or grab a hold of or bite onto, but in the, in the process of all of this, there is an action that takes place as the teeth begin to chew the food to be able to allow our bodies to use it for energy. Same thing with fire. Fire will convert whatever is being burned from the state that it was into a brand new state. So if you would, like wood, would go from wood to carbon or ash. Ah, but wait a minute. You take that same ash and you compress it hard enough, you're going to have a diamond. So now we've got not only transformation with Shin, we also have the place of transfiguration hidden deep within the Shin. So the reason I'm bringing that up is has to do with the fact that Shin, to me, is an action word or an action letter. It talks about the completion of something and the doing of something. So you can see even where the Hebrew word for desire has in it the place of the intent, the vav, the place of the connection, if you will, the heaven and earth connecting, the connecting of the desire and the intent together to bring about the kuf or the copy. You see, kuf has has a kind of a negative and a very, 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 very beautiful, positive perspective to it. The negative perspective to that is that it's a copy, it's a facsimile, if you will. It's a, you know, one of the literal meanings of koof talks about monkey consciousness. In other words, monkey see, monkey do. And, but you can teach a monkey to do anything. But does that mean it has the understanding? Does that mean that it has the existential ability to look beyond himself? Except that it's that the, the monkey is going to receive a reward for what he does. Well, koof on the other side really talks about this place of being separated unto holiness, putting on the mind of Christ. You see, so that's what I'm saying. Kuf has two beautiful different types of ways of looking at it. And depending upon that desire will depend upon how Kuf will reveal himself. And I'll leave that right there. The last letter of Teshuka is a hay, because hay talks about the place of framing. And the completion of that word is then framing that into existence and bringing it into an earth. We've talked about that a lot over the last few days as hay has been a part of what we've been talking about this month. So what is the desire of your heart? What is the intent of your heart? And how is that going to come out? We have a responsibility to be careful about what we speak and what we say. Let's go today being careful And listening to the word of Yahweh, seeing his face and speaking from there.